Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, thanks for being back with us again this week. We are excited about learning to walk free from fear. Right. Last week we talked a little bit, we introduced the topic of resisting Resisting fear. fear. Because we found that God is not in fear. You know, He has no part of fear. Fear actually originated with sin, and we know God has no part of sin. He redeemed us from sin, so He redeemed us from fear. And so today we're learning how to resist fear, because we said if if God doesn't want us to have it, we don't want any part of it. We don't want to welcome it into our life in any way. We want to shut every door. We want to lock all the windows and tell fear it has to go. Right. We want to resist fear because its origin is the devil, and the Bible tells us to resist the devil. Right. And he'll flee from us. And so uh, I believe in the same way, if we resist the devil in faith, he'll mm-hmm. flee. Well, if we resist fear in faith, right, it will have to go. It will yeah. eradicate it in our lives. So let's pray. Yeah. We're going to read our, our scripture text, and then we're going to move forward today. Father, we thank you so much for another opportunity to be together Lord, we thank you for wisdom by the Holy Spirit, that you give us revelation knowledge from your word, eyes to see and ears to hear. Lord, that our hearts are open and receptive to what you'd say to us. We purpose, Lord, that we'll be not just hearers of your word, but doers of your word. We believe that our lives are being changed as we study your word together. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Psalm 34 says this, beginning with verse 1. It says, I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. And so we're eliminating all of our fears. All fear. That's right. Right. So we're going to look at James, which is one of my favorite books of the Bible. Um, We're going to go to James 4. And looking at verse 7, it's a good opportunity that, um, you know, grab your Bible, grab a notebook, write the scriptures down. We might go a little too fast sometimes, but you can always play it again and, and look at these scriptures. It's so important to not just take our word for it, right? but to get your eyes on the word and look at the word yourself. So James 4, 7. So submit to the authority of God. Resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. Right. Resist the devil and he will flee. Mm-hmm. That's interesting that uh, it's not a possibility. Right. It's a matter of fact statement. Resist him. And he'll flee. Right. He has to flee. Then that second, uh, that second uh, verse, right after that, but the eighth verse rather, says, "Draw near to God, and He'll draw near to you." When you resist the devil, in addition to resisting the devil, you're also to draw closer to God. That's what we see the psalmist talking about Mm -hmm. when he's saying that he's magnifying the Lord, he's blessing the Lord, Mm -hmm. he's seeking the Lord. What's he doing? He's drawing near to God. There's something about being in the presence of God that brings comfort. Right. Well, again, it puts things in proper perspective. When we're in God's presence, I mean, what can stand in the presence of God. You know, fear can't stand in the presence of God. When we're drawing near to Him, He said He'll draw near to us. Right. We, you know, the the feelings of fear will come. Don't don't misunderstand the things that we're talking about. Don't think 
that those feelings won't come. You're going to have opportunities to fear. Right. Or that you're immune or that we're immune. Right. You know, we we have found that we're putting these things into practice. We're practicing them. We're putting them into our lives. It's never you just sit back, you know, and you're finally like, oh, well, now nothing ever bad is going to come my way. Nothing, you know, to be afraid of is ever going to come. Those things still come. But we have found we're putting these things into practice. We are putting our faith in action and we've seen it work in our life so resist the devil draw near to God and he said that the enemy will flee from you so we can do what the Bible says in James 4 7 uh, the question is can we resist fear can we resist it that's that's what we're we're asking is it possible if it's going to come is it possible to resist it? Look with me at John 14, uh, beginning with verse 26. John 14. You want to read that? Or you want and, me to? Yeah, I'll read it. Okay. Verse 26. It says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatever I have said to you. Peace I live we, leave with you, my peace I give you, not as the world give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. He says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Meaning what? You can decide if you're going to let it right. or not. You can, There's action with that. When he says let, it means that it's possible to let it be afraid or to let it not be afraid. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And so, evidently, Jesus is telling us that we are not to let our hearts be troubled. We are not to let our hearts be afraid. And that tells me a couple of things. One, it tells me that the opportunity for my heart to be troubled and the opportunity for me to be afraid will come. Mm -hmm. But Jesus tells us that we have a choice whether or not we let it happen. Right. And so many times I think we think, you know, we're just going about our daily lives and then kind of whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm going to, you know, this is going to turn out well, this isn't going to turn out well. It just, whatever happens, happens. But there's so much in the Word that shows us that our faith has action. Right. You know, we have to choose to love. We have to choose to be afraid or not be afraid. We have a choice. We have some work that we have to do to make sure that that doesn't happen in our life. You know, something the Lord uh, shared with me uh, a number of years ago that really helped me was that circumstances or things don't make you afraid. You know, people say that all the time. They're like, oh, I don't ride roller coasters because they make me afraid. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, I wouldn't go swimming because it makes me afraid. But circumstances don't have the ability or things don't have the ability to make us afraid. Otherwise, if they had the potential that they could make us afraid, well, then everyone would be afraid of them. Right. A lot of times it's our experiences with those things, you know, right. in the past that make us afraid because it didn't turn out so well. Right. You know? But one person can be afraid of it and right. another person is not afraid of it. So evidently, the things, circumstances, they don't have the power to make us do something. They have the potential right. that if we allow it, that we can become afraid, but they don't make us anything. We have a choice in the matter whether or not we're afraid. Yeah, absolutely. And that holds true for anything. Um, you know, 
people say, well, that person made me mad. Right. That person made me angry. Well, we have a choice whether or not we allow that person to make us mad. We we have some control over our emotions. We have control if something's going to make us afraid or not. Right. Uh, no particular person, no particular thing can make us anything. Right. We just choose. Our heads won't dwell on thoughts uh, that we don't allow. Our bodies don't take us places that we don't say. <laughs> right. Uh, we don't just and, wind up somewhere we don't understand right, how we got right. there. And we're like, I don't know. My body just brought me here. <laughs> right. Those, like, that's just not, started walking. That's not how that happens. Unless we say yes or make a decision, we'll never go certain places. We'll never say certain things. Mm-hmm. When thoughts come, we can choose whether or not we dwell on them. We can choose not to be afraid. Right. And sometimes the choice is you're not doing anything. And that's your choice. So those fears are coming on you because you're deciding, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to, you know, allow it to happen. And so the the devil might huff and puff, but unless we allow him, he can't blow our huffs down, right? right? We have some Uh, things we can do. Feelings will come that will cause you to have the potential to be afraid, but we're to resist them when they come. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, that we're to walk by faith and not by sight. So just because we see something that potentially could bring fear, that's not our motivator. What's your heart telling you? Mm -hmm. What's the Bible telling you? Mm -hmm. What's the Word say? And those are the things that we should allow to dictate our actions. Whatever the Bible says about a circumstance, that's where we make our stand in faith. Right. And, you know, looking back at at John 14, um, it says... You know, Jesus said, peace, I leave with you. My perfect peace, I give to you. Not as the world gives, I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled. So, you know, if it's if it if it's not peace, you know, we said um, in our last episode that he leads us beside the still waters. Right. He's not pushing or prodding. You know, those things are fear. So when we're feeling those things come, we resist because we know it's not from the Lord. Right. Uh, The reason that we do that is because our actions will determine the level that the enemy is allowed to operate in our lives. Or, uh, in the converse, our our actions will determine the level that God is allowed to operate in our lives. God gave man free will, and so just because God has a desire for us in a particular way, isn't any indication that it's going to automatically happen. I say this all the time at church, that if everything that ever happens to us was the perfect will of God, then we would have to say that we have fulfilled the perfect will of God for our lives. And we know that's not the case. Right. We know that's right. not No true. one has done that. That's why we needed Jesus. Right. He is the only one that perfectly fulfilled what the Father called him to do. So evidently, there are some things that happen in our lives that weren't the will of God. But because of what we allow or because of what we resist, that makes a difference as to whether or not we experience, you know, the Bible tells us this, it says that God's not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Mm-hmm. That tells us what his will is, 
It's for but, everyone to be saved. But that doesn't mean that everyone is saved. Uh, so certainly there are things that happen that are outside of the will of God. Uh, we can know the will of God. We mm-hmm. can do the will of God. But we can resist God's will and allow the enemy to operate in our lives. It ends up causing us problems because we're ultimately, in essence, by our actions, we're saying yes to allowing the devil to operate in our lives because we have to give him place in our lives. The Bible tells us to give no place to the devil. Right. And, you know, we've talked a lot about the word has action to it. We have a responsibility to not only be a hearer of the word, but to be a doer of the word. You know, um, we have, you know, it says faith without works is dead. It doesn't just mean good works. It means the working of the word in your life. It says, let not your heart be troubled. The word says, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Those aren't just just laying back, you know, and, and letting what happens happen. We have an important part to play in, in fulfilling the plan of God for our life, which includes not bowing down to fear, not allowing fear to be the guide in our life. We have to make a stand against fear and against the devil because he'll try to get us on the run. That always reminds me of a story about when my brother and I were younger. My brother used to be afraid of dogs, and we were walking home from school one day, and a big dog started chasing us, and it was barking, and it started running towards us. And so my brother took off running, so I took off running. And my brother's always been faster than me, and he was out running me. And so, you know, it's like the old story about the guy who uh, the bear comes out of the woods, and there's two guys standing there and one of the guys bends down to tie his shoes a little tighter and his friend said what are you doing he said you can't outrun a bear and he said i don't have to outrun a bear i just got to outrun you so, so that's what your brother was doing. My brother was outrunning <laughs> me, and uh, I knew I couldn't catch up with him. He'd always been faster than me, but he's running, and to this day, I don't know how he did it, but as he's running, he grabs a hold of a tree and swings up into this tree. Wow, like Indiana Jones. Yeah, and it was not big enough for two people to get in. And so here I am, this dog's running after me, my brother's up this tree, and I got nowhere to go. But all of a sudden, it dawned on me, I'm not afraid of dogs. I've never been afraid of dogs. You know, it it wasn't something that, you know, some people have to deal with overcoming that fear, but it wasn't something that I was afraid of. And when I realized that, I turned around real quick and I raised my arms and I yelled at the dog and it took off running. And that's how it is with the devil. When, as long as he's got us thinking that he's big and he's bad and his bark is always worse than Mm -hmm. his bite, if he gets us on the run, he'll keep us on the run as long as he can. But if we ever realize, wait a minute, God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, right. but a power and of love and a sound mind. And uh, God will take care of me. God will provide for me. God will bring me through. When we realize that and we turn and we look him in the face, that's our resisting the right. devil. And he'll have to flee. Mm-hmm. That's the just, you know, the it. Bible tells us that he has to flee. Mm-hmm. Amen. Wow, we are out of time again. Wow, it, <laughs> Good goes, stuff. it goes really quick. Guys, resist fear with everything right. that's in you. Resist fear. Mm-hmm. Refuse to allow the enemy to take one more ounce of victory from your life. It's not what God intended for us. The psalmist tells us that we can be delivered from all our fears. If we'll seek the Lord, it's a Bible fact that God will cause us to triumph in every area of our lives. Would you pray for us? Sure. 
Father, we love you. We thank you for your word today. We thank you that uh, we have greater revelation of how much you love us. And Lord, perfect love cast out all fear. The, the love that you have for us, Lord, you, you have good plans for us. There is no reason for us to fear anything that the enemy would try to bring to us, Lord. So we thank you this week. We're going to magnify you. We're going to bless you. We're going to decide to resist the enemy and he will flee. And we're going to draw near to you because you'll draw near to us. And we love you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for watching again this week. Uh, we believe God with you to live the abundant life. We hope to see you back here next week. Have a great week. Bye-bye.